0: Welcome back to another episode of the FPL Sheeple Podcast. We are a podcast that brings you curated content from top FPL managers every game week, where we review an FPL manager's content, be it their podcast or YouTube video or a blog or even a Twitter thread. We go through their suggestions and make informed changes in our own FPL teams. I'm your host Carling FIFA and we come to you after game week 6, which had relatively low scores, the mid-price midfielder scored big and people's defences were turned to red due to injuries. I'm joined by my co-host FPL Donatello. Tell me Donatello, how do we defend ourselves from these red defences? Hello my friend. The only way I think is
1: to wildcard. But <laughs> I don't think we are there yet. But yeah, yeah I think that's the only way we can, we can avoid getting these red and uh, yellow uh, warning flags on our FPL team players so but uh, yeah I think this was a very uh, enjoyable game week especially from from like uh, from like supporting Arsenal we won Mm. the North London derby so I didn't really care what happens in FPL after that so um, and as you said it was a low scoring affair uh, overall I got like both of us Pretty much got the same amount of points. Yeah. So it wasn't uh, an exciting game week in terms of point like we had previously. But I think uh, we are still in the right direction. We, are, yeah. we got those small green arrows. So yeah. that's all that matters at the end of the game week.
0: Yeah, that's true. And uh, yeah, it wasn't uh, such a great game week for me football-wise and even FPL-wise. Because uh, yeah, for me, United didn't play well. So the, the red defense over there was pretty bad Um, and uh, yeah I mean it just looking at all these flags uh, in the defense it just almost prompts or sort of gives that impulse of you know hitting the wildcard button but uh, we will see in this episode if we have uh, gone for it or not and we'll discuss uh, a bit in detail about all of these uh, options that we have so let's get into uh, the agenda
1: for this week yep agenda is as usual uh, we're going to first review the game week six, six template team and then uh, and then look which players were chosen by our uh, 20 content creators um, and then we are we're, we're going to do the creator team comparison we're going to see how these players resulted uh, in points for our 20 content creators and then we'll review the spreadsheet and 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 discuss the key takeaways from from what we saw and then uh, based on who topped uh, the 20 content creators we are going to see who's the creator of the week for game week 7 and then um follow their suggestions um and then discuss what changes we made and then finally preview game week seven's matches and and as usual uh, banter about who's going to win and who's mm-hmm. not
0: yeah, of course. Uh, so yeah, so then uh, let's just get into uh, the template team review for Game Week 6. Mm-hmm. So uh, at the deadline of each Game Week, we put out a tweet which uh, summarizes the what is the template team from 20 different FPL content creators. So these are the 20 content creators who we are closely following throughout the season. And uh, we... Try to look at their picks every week or their teams in general to you know give us an idea how we should be approaching the game. So uh, here, what we do is essentially essentially take the twenty teams, figure out uh, the top or the most uh, most selected eleven players with a valid formation uh, in in terms of FPL, and then put them out. Uh, So we have the the players here and the numbers next to the players indicate how many teams have these players in uh, in them. So for example, uh, Sanchez in goal is in 16 out of the 20 teams. So he started for 16 out of the 20 teams uh, which we follow. Then Trent is in all of them. Shaw is in 18 of them. And then this is where it was interesting that the third defender slot was uh, really mixed. It was not uh, consensus there. So the Highest picked player in in the third defensive slot was Semedo, with just four teams having him. So there mm. is that is where I think now things have diverged a bit, and people are going for different sorts of players. Uh, and then the rest of the team remained constant. So Rafinha, Bendrama, Jota, Sala, Greenwood was in many of most of the teams, and Antonio and Ronaldo were the uh, most popular forwards, with Ronaldo being the most popular captain choice. So. Yeah. So that's the general uh, template team, uh, as it were, for game week six, and uh, we also uh, in our episode indicate which of these players are in each of our teams. So, for example, uh, for me, I have uh, nine of these eleven players. So my my team is still pretty uh, stuck to the template of all these twenty concentrators. It's 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 serving me well because I'm doing well. My ranks are pretty good. So looks like following this sort of template hive mind of of these 20 content creators seems to be working well so far. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and for you also, you have eight out of these Easy. 11 players. Yeah. So yeah, you're also yeah. not far away. It's just these uh, one or two players, which I feel that they are also probably the next two or three most popular picks uh, from these content creators
1: well uh yeah and and to add to the I think uh we have players who are making up for the players we don't have in from this template team, like for example, we have SAR and gray who have gotten more points than Jota and Greenwood combine, yeah. so <laughs> uh, yeah, so we have we have like seventy or eighty percent of the template players, but yeah. whatever we have, the rest are also contributing to our uh overall points, so that's that's good for us,
0: yeah, exactly. So yeah, so then right now the template still remains uh, pretty strong, uh, but now I think with the wildcards uh, that will, um, I'm sure, be activated in game week seven and in eight uh we will we yeah. will see a very different template hopefully in the next two uh, episodes i'm i'm
1: sure more than 50% of these managers are going to wildcard um, so next week i think the template team will be completely different and uh, it would be fun to see if if we still have players belonging to that template so yeah
0: exactly yeah i think it's going to be a split between 7 and 8 and uh, week well, 7 i think i think in
1: the defense we'll be seeing the color blue and light yeah. Blue, I guess.
0: yeah exactly so the the red defense as our episode is called this week it's it's going to quickly turn into a blue defense uh yeah. with city and chelsea having nice fixtures uh soon mm-hmm. so yeah so that's uh that's how the teams are looking uh so far for the 20 content creators or at least in game week six let's see how it goes in the next few weeks Um uh, right then uh moving on to the game week review. We start off with uh your team first. How did you do?
1: I got forty-nine points, uh, which was which was uh well above average. Uh I think uh, I got like a really small green arrow of uh arrows ten thousand mm. uh in rank. So my overall rank is now 282k from 292k. A mm-hmm. very small rise there, but I'll take it. Um, the only transfer that I made last week was I bought in Sar who got nine points. So that yeah. worked well, but, um, look at that defense, just like two points out of possibly, I don't know how many, um, yeah. but the defense was the one that was a letdown. Otherwise, um, my forwards and midfields, midfielders uh, contributed, uh, decently. Um, and again, Ivan Tony is going to be a problem <laughs> because, uh, I don't know whether to bench him or to play him because he's. His returning uh, points every game week for the last couple of weeks now. So, yeah, overall, 49 points. Uh, I'm happy with it. Um, um, Yeah, so these standout players, uh, as we're going to point, as we're going to discuss later, were like uh, Saar, Rafinha, yeah. Gray, and then Antonio, uh, you know, mm-hmm. we did really great by not selling him. Uh, when he was red carded, uh, he delivered eight points as well. So, yeah, overall... I think uh, it
0: was a decent game week. How about you? Yeah, it you? was. Uh, yeah, f- yeah, it was great. I think I I remember in your team a couple of weeks ago you had uh, Saka, and he's gone yep. pretty <laughs> pretty big. Uh, but I think you you brought. Uh, I brought in Gray for him. Gray for him, but yeah, so Gray mm. has also given been giving you chipping you with in points. So, uh, yeah, even though uh, Saka went big uh, this last game week, it was still I think a fine move. But I think now it's yeah. probably soon time to get back. Saka looks like he's playing really well.
1: Yeah, definitely have in have him in my mind uh, when uh, we wildcard. and hopefully it's all going to depend on what our content creators yeah. uh, wild card draft is. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hopefully <laughs> yeah. they have him in mind too.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. I think I already am seeing uh, people suggesting. Uh, uh, i mean some of these content creators suggesting wildcard drafts and i've seen them uh, seem here in a couple of drafts so yeah it's possible and i i'm sure that if you as soon as you see next week's content creator of the week have even a hint that saka can be in the team you i'm sure you're going to have him yeah <laughs> so yeah so anyway so coming to my team and how it did in game week 6 i i got 50 points uh so we were like just neck to neck uh yep. And for me, uh, the points were pretty evenly spread out. I think the major issue I had was that a huge chunk was on the bench. So on the bench, I had uh, 17 points in total. So Mm -hmm. uh, Hmm. that I think, you know, I mean, this was something I did not expect. Uh, I mean, Ivan Tony got five points on my bench and Weltman got seven points on my bench. And both of them could have been in instead of. Uh, perhaps one of the defenders and maybe one of the midfielders, and I would have been slightly better. But it's okay. I mean, it doesn't matter. I think the main, main uh guys such as Rafinha and Sar got me all the points. Uh, Semedo got the clean sheet, so I'm bringing him in has finally uh, paid off. Um, yeah, yeah. Even though, even though we thought the Bulls' defense is probably not going to do well, I think it just it came through and they managed to get a clean sheet you
1: know what I've observed is whenever we rant about something it does exactly <laughs> the opposite the next game week so uh, yeah, remember yeah. I remember I remembered ranted about Ivan Tony he gave us 12 points the yeah. next game week I ranted yeah. about uh, Wolves defense they kept a clean sheet and got bonus so what do we have today <laughs> yeah let's yeah, rant about be... something
0: yeah, it'll be, I think uh, now you probably say Luke Shaw is not going to play well and not do too good. And I think he's going to end up scoring the next, if he's fit or whatever, end up scoring in the next. I, I don't think so. I have him on my radar, so. Yeah, yeah. All right. That, that uh, yeah, that's good. Um. Yeah, so then overall, yeah, everything else is fine. The captain uh, Ronaldo blanked. Uh, mm. But it's okay. He he was anyway a very common captain. And uh, Salah was also a captain for a lot of uh, players. But he also, I mean, ended up getting 7 points, which did not harm us overall uh, uh, too much. And yeah. for me also, I got a really small green arrow from 96k to 93k. But that's mm. okay. I'm inside the 100k after <laughs> game week 6. Uh, yep. And... Uh, and so everything is looking fine. The defense has a couple of flags, but they are not, I mean, it's it's not looking too bad for me, I would say, uh, for game week seven. And I think a few transfers should be fine. So I don't know. I don't think my team needs the wildcard in this game week. Uh, mm. I think so. I mean, it's sort of a spoiler alert, but I think uh, probably my team doesn't need it right now. Uh, as mm. far as we know because if any new injuries uh, pop up then obviously we can hit a wildcard button and tweet about it later or something
1: uh, I don't think there are any injuries from the Champions League games so uh, yeah. looking forward to the press conferences uh, yeah. tomorrow and Friday
0: yeah true so yeah so that was our uh, game week uh, let's now go on to uh, our creator team comparison for game week 6 so yeah uh, we are this week uh, going to feature um, the not the highest scoring team, but the second highest scoring team. And we tweeted about this earlier as well. So, FPL Cruyff once again uh, came out on top. Uh, I mean, he was not top when he actually was the greater of the week, he was second then. But we, uh, since we featured him already uh, in a past episode, we uh, will not have him again as the creator of the week until the uh, half point of the season second round of fixtures yeah exactly so then uh, that's why i mean so FPL Cruyff ended up having 60 points so that's pretty good that's much higher than the average uh, but in second position or the runner up was uh, andy letstock fpl and he got 57 points so he is going to be the creator of the week for this week and he we are going to feature his uh, his suggestions and his choices Um, when we do the next uh, preview and so he got 57 points based off he had uh, all the usual players that we talked about in our teams he had Weltman was in his starting lineup as well so he got seven points from that and main thing was he had Raul Jimenez up front which I don't think either of our team has and that got him the eight points Uh, so Jimenez scored a goal and I think that's what set his team up ahead, and so the difference between us and Andy seems to be uh, this him pick that leads mm. to that eight point advantage uh, over over uh, our players. So yeah, that's that's why it looks like he uh, got these points. So uh, that was Andy, and now let let's take a look at all the other uh, nineteen managers and who they had in their teams. Right. So uh, here. Uh, what we have is uh, a spreadsheet which compares the teams from all the 20 content creators uh, who we follow and uh, what we do is that we, um, uh, we have the 20 content creators, we also have added us both of us into this mix so that we understand what our teams are in the relation to them and how we are doing in relation to these content creators so that we have some context uh, while, playing, uh, while playing FPL and so we have uh the game week points for all 22 of us uh we have the total points we have their overall rank we have the captains and then what we have is a really what we feel is a powerful tool is uh to have all the player picks from these teams which have started and they have all these players have been arranged in order of their frequency uh in these teams so for example salah mm-hmm was in all 20 teams so he's the first or the top player here or top player in the spreadsheet then second is alexander arnold and then as we move to the right we go to the more uh, rare picks or as they're called differential picks so for example in uh, sufal who's in uh, who's in only four teams is the 16th most common player and then, as we go to the right, we have Jimenez, who was in only three teams, so he ended up being sort of a differential. So he got eight points, and these three teams uh, got some advantage from it. Um, so that's that's why they also got good points. Then Maguire, Saint Maximin, who are the who are picked in only one uh, one of the teams, uh, yeah. even they turned out to be differential, and that's why those uh, creators might have had better points than the average yep. so then uh, if we take a look at uh, FPL Cruyff who uh, who topped the um, topped the uh, charts this week uh, and I scroll to the right just to check uh, which differential pick he had looks like he had Maguire who got 7 points which no one else yeah, had Maguire,
1: Maguire and Weltman
0: and Weltman as well yes so these two are Uh, seem to have been his differential defender picks that have and obviously for others I I imagine the defense would not have gotten too many points as we saw for both of us it was just like a bunch of blanks so I think these these 14 points from Wiltman and McGuire set him up Uh, and uh, as we already talked about Andy he got those the same from Wiltman and Jimenez so so yeah so that's that's sort of The use of this spreadsheet is to take a look at uh, what differential picks uh, are standing out and doing uh, getting all these content creators some points and which are Mm. in general the good uh, uh, pool of players from which one can, you know, uh, choose uh, their teams from. So, yeah, yeah, so this is the Excel sheet. We will put a link to this uh, sheet in our. In our YouTube video as well as uh, Or the description of our YouTube video And also the description of our audio podcast So anyone who's interested can uh, Take a look at this uh, spreadsheet Scroll around and uh, You know play around with it uh, As they like And so you can take a look at it as well And what we'll do is now go back and uh, Talk a little bit about the key takeaways uh, From From this spreadsheet Yep So yeah Um...
1: So uh, key takeaways this week uh, on, honestly, there wasn't much, uh, there weren't much takeaways uh, except for like a couple of them, which I feel was like the budget midfielders are doing everything for everyone or especially for Mm -hmm. this game week. Um, Saar, Rafinha, Gray, um, and I guess Jota might be a budget midfielder, but um, (laughs) yeah these are the ones who are leading the way uh eight points nine points six points you know assisting uh, all the content creators and everyone who own them because uh even because the uh, defense did not contribute in at all uh, especially if you own like template players um so i feel like from the spreadsheet it was like these players these these um players were the ones who contributed to you know those those points which you know kept all of the content creators and us above average uh, for this game mm-hmm. week so that i feel is the one of the takeaways for me and then the second one which you've already pointed out was yeah only a handful of differentials uh, this week again um i would like i think um, weltman was assisted in few i guess many players uh, who owned him Uh, It was a very last-minute equalizer by uh, Brighton, so and it was a Weltman assist, so he contributed immensely to a lot of players' uh, final points because he gave, like, seven points, um, which bumped up people from average to, like, good, decent scores for the game week. So, uh, I think he was a real differential this game week. Uh, Jimenez, as you already pointed out, was, you know, he stood out with eight points, he scored the only goal. Um, maguire and um alan and maximin i guess san maximin is again a player who is who's delivering day in and day out for newcastle so i have my eye out for him and hoping uh some of the content creators recommend him in the wildcard team or the weeks after if if his form continues i'm not sure sure about maguire um but yeah he was still like a differential this this game week so um yeah that that that's what uh i observed and uh, finally the wolves assets, assets uh, embarrassed me after my rant last week against them uh, 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 you know questioning whether they are worth uh, taking in the uh in, in our fpl teams uh, they delivered finally uh, i mean i think it was about time they did because uh, as as at the start of this podcast when we started when the season started i was I was i watched the wolves matches and they were like really good and it was just a matter of converting those chances i think they just did uh, last week and i hope they continue with this because i'm sure um in that even in the template team or if even if people wildcard there will be one or two wild wolves uh defenders in there so um what do you think
0: yeah yeah i'm sure they, uh people will have them because they have a good set of fixtures yeah, and cool. uh, uh, especially the next one, in Game Week 7, they are playing Newca- Newcastle. And yeah. uh, after that, it's a bunch of, I think, um, medium difficulty fixtures. So, uh, so yeah, people can have them. And since they are very attacking, especially the likes of Semedo uh, and the left-wing back Marsal. Uh, so, people yeah. uh, could have. And Jimenez, of course, is is uh since he scored uh scored a goal his confidence might be back and the floodgates might open so yeah he is also i I'm, we imagine going to be a an asset uh, in in many wild so yeah. uh so yeah so those, these were uh, the key takeaways from this week's uh, spreadsheet um and yeah we'll we'll keep an eye out uh, every week as to um, as to what's going on, and next week uh, we might have a few takeaways uh, with the with the with some people's wildcards as well. Right, S- right. So then, uh, now moving on to uh, some more and interesting analysis that uh, we thought could be of use here is to now uh, every week sort of figure out or uh, take a note of how um all the all the different uh changes we've made in our teams have impacted uh right. our scores so so we are going to talk to talk to, uh, about them in terms of each creator who we had as a creator of the week and uh, which players we transferred out and in based on uh these creator suggestions and how many net points did we gain or lose and so for me uh for example uh, I uh, in game week two uh, we had late riser who was the creator of the week and I uh, transferred out Rafinia uh, in that game week and got in Bendrama and I got a net gain of five points in that game week and yeah. uh, and then on the other hand in game week five when we had had uh, Mark Sudden from FF Scout and the FPL Black Box uh, when we had him as the creator of the week. Uh, I transferred out Simikas and brought in Semedo thinking that Simikas is uh, probably going to not play at all and I wanted to free up a slot, a Liverpool slot and uh, lo and behold, Simikas ended up playing in that game week because there was this last minute uh, 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 sort of rest for uh, Robertson uh, which we did not have any clue about when we recorded the podcast so... So yeah, so we can't do much about that. So yeah, so that's why in that game week I had a net gain of minus 4. So essentially I lost 4 points because Semedo ended up blanking. So yeah, so these things happen and and then uh, this past game week based on FPL Salah's uh, suggestion, I had transferred out Greeley, who got just 3 points and I had gotten SAR, and I got 9 points from SAR, So I got gained 6 points. So overall in in i think in 3 out of the 5 uh, creators so far i have managed to gain a net positive uh, which which i feel is a good uh, good uh, thing to have
1: so what we are trying to say is uh, saying is carling fifa got like 7 points from the five content creators yeah <laughs> so yeah far. if you
0: yeah if you if you overall uh, calculate all the net gains it's just 7 yeah. points gained from for me it's 17 points <laughs> Oh yeah, that's exactly yeah, and we'll show your uh your table now, and yeah, it's like yeah, I just got s- like seven points as you said, and yeah, that's that's not great for six or seven transfers, uh, but in your case, you've done really well.
1: I mean, um, yeah, uh, I think uh, it's it's the Bisuma one which uh turns the table for me, uh, because he didn't and this I guess he didn't play or didn't get points that game week. Uh, and SAR got like nine, so it's just like yeah. a pro-positive trade-off straight away because yeah. there are zero points for Bisuma, So I think that's where my the chunk of my points come in. Otherwise, I think I'm pretty much in the same boat as yours. So um, yeah, that's. But true. yeah, so um, so uh, six content creators, five content creators have assisted with seventeen points for us. So uh, yeah, it would be interesting to see how many. Uh, we get at the end of the year
0: yeah it'll be really interesting to see and we can maybe have some sort of award for the content creator who ends up giving us the most net gain uh, (laughs) in in one game week Uh, so yeah I'm sure uh, we'll have to do some sort of uh, normalization for double and triple game weeks or whatever but yeah it'll be really interesting Yeah. so yeah uh, (laughs) that was the creator impact uh, that we have gotten so far and then we finally move to uh, the creator of the week for Game Week 7 who, which is Andy Let's Talk FPL and uh, his uh, Twitter handle is at Let's Talk underscore FPL uh, He's a prominent figure on YouTube, has the probably the most subscribed channel uh, related to FPL content out there uh, mm. I think he has more than 250 thousand subscribers and that's amazing, uh, so it'll be yeah, it's really nice to uh, uh, you know the he always has a consistent and a, a large amount of content out every week. Uh, he's always uh, um, pretty uh, pretty clear about all his thought processes. He will always uh, uh, speak out loud about his thought processes, and so it's always clear if you lo- if you watch his videos every week. You will understand uh, every choice and every player that he's talking about, and the caveats or the pros and cons for having each player. So it's really, it's really nice. Uh, he's currently sitting at 52k, so another mm. uh, flyer of a start, um, and he he is uh, doing really well. He has uh, had 11 seasons in FPL so far, and his best rank was. Uh, 1294 which was last season so last season and we, this is something we saw in the season preview that he was really flying high he was below 1k for a long time and then then he sort of uh, you know plateaued and ended up uh, being uh, up there towards the yeah. end of the season and in his 11 seasons so far he's managed to get the top 10k 3 times and the top 100k 6 times so 9 out of his 11 seasons have been stellar and uh, yeah the in the other two seasons he's been just outside the 100k so he's he's always had a great uh uh mm. rank so yeah another uh, another amazing manager to look at and follow and uh, yeah so uh, let's take a look at uh, what andy suggested uh, this week uh, yeah yep. so andy um. uh essentially uh suggests that if it is possible for for you to not wildcard, then don't wildcard because if your team is... Even though you might see a lot of flags, if you can just take a hit or two in the next couple of weeks and your team is still has the right mix of players, then he says that there's no need to wildcard. And so which are the players that he feels that people should have in their teams even after the hits are defenders such as the Chelsea defenders, Rudiger, uh, and one of Alonso or Espeliqueta and Cancelo uh, or Diaz, for that matter, from Manchester City. So if you have mm. um, at least, I, I would say, three out of these uh, four or five defenders, he says you are fine. Uh, you can, yeah. if you swap out uh, what you have right now for these, then you are fine. And the midfielders, if you have the mix of Salah, Saar, Rafinha, and and Grealish, if you can get him in in the next uh, week or a week or two. Then, that, then you're fine again. And the striker uh, pool that he likes is Lukaku, Jimenez and Antonio. Uh, mm. And I think Ivan Tony to some extent. So if you have a mixture of these players, he says, uh, like, if you can do a hit uh, or a couple of transfers in the next two weeks and you have a good mix of these players, you should... Hold on to your wildcard is what he suggests. So, so that was really interesting, and I think sort of uh, gave us gave us clarity as well for our own teams. Yeah. And uh, just to put it out there, he's also put out a wildcard uh, draft, a rough wildcard draft, which can obviously change with more news that we get throughout the week. But just to uh, just to give um, our listeners um, uh, an idea about. Which are the good players to have in the wildcard? Uh, the the draft contains Ramsdale uh, as the goalkeeper, uh, Ramsdale and Foster. Then in defense you have Livra Mento from Southampton, who's a really cheap and good defender. Uh, you have Jao Conselho, uh, Trent. Trent is now currently injured, so uh, you can swap him around for Diaz or some DS. Uh, someone else. So that's that's Diaz or possibly
1: uh, Wolf Wolf Wolf's defense.
0: Yeah, yes. possibly. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then uh, he he had Aspeliqueta and Rudiger in in his wildcard draft. Then in midfield he had Brownhill as a bench uh, fixed uh, bench option. Then Rafinha, Sala, Saka, and Embuemo. Embuemo uh, uh, is also a great asset. He even though he's classified mm. as a midfielder, he's playing uh, like a second striker in the Brentford team, and uh, he's doing well. And then up top, as I said, Antonio, Jimenez and Lukaku are his preferred choice. So this is the wildcard draft he suggested. So if in any case anyone is tempted to wildcard this week, this is the pool of players that you can generally have in your wildcard. So one observation
1: about this this draft, uh, I mm. think it's more heavier on the defense and the forward. Yeah. But it has a relatively weaker midfield with like Salah and Rafina being the only standouts. But I yeah. think that's what you have to do in order to like uh, accommodate uh, good strikers or like good defenders because now that we are going to go for City, Chelsea uh, assets, they are all like almost six million in price. Yeah, exactly. And even the forwards are all seven. 7.5 million and above especially yeah. Jimenez so you have to have like a balanced uh, diff- midfield in order to accommodate those changes so yeah it looks a really great um, wildcard draft to consider for our listeners
0: yeah yeah for sure so yeah so based on these suggestions let's take a look at what we did starting with my team uh, mm-hmm. and I for me it was pretty clear I had um luke shaw in my team and he is injured i don't know the extent of his injury but it was clear that it was time to move away from the united defense they weren't keeping a clean sheet anyway so i have transferred out shaw and i have gotten in marcos alonso now alonso played mm. uh, 45 minutes in the champions league against juventus which could mean anything because it could mean that he's rested uh, for the weekend match or it means that it didn't quite work out, and uh, you know, now brain Chilwell is going to I, play instead of him. I, for those very reasons, I was very
1: skeptical about Alonso because he played today's match, uh, even though yeah. he played 45 minutes. I mean, I had this experience last year where uh, I had the second wild card or the first wild card that I played, and uh, yeah. I had Alonso in my team or like Chelsea triple up, and then uh, kill Roulette started, and then. <laughs> Yeah. those those uh, those assets did not give me any returns and so I'm a little skeptical about what you uh, you know your uh, transfer, but hopefully Alonso features and you at least yeah. get some points for him.
0: Yeah, there are now a couple of points that I considered while making that change. Uh, the first was that yes, Alonso could end up not starting and not playing the game but then mm. i have weltman on my bench who's playing arsenal and at home and Br- brighton defense at home is pretty strong normally mm. so weltman can come in and if he nicks a clean sheet it's fine then th- no yeah. harm done uh, and so so i feel that m- my first bench option was pr- is right. pretty good so i'm i'm that way i was confident and the second thing was uh, I did um, some analysis in, in in the same way that our uh, content creators do is that I took a look at Southampton and uh, where they considered sort of shots and chances from and it looked like that they considered a lot from uh, the left wing especially and, and a few from the right wing. So it looks like the wings are a bit uh, problematic for Southampton and that's mm. why i went for alonso so that if he starts he might get a lot of joy down that wing so this is a very right. sort of um you know it's 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 sort of uh, taking in the suggestion of the content creator but going that one step extra to figure out which one is the best carling so,
1: yeah. uh, carling is being a wingman to alonso there
0: <laughs> yeah yeah for sure and so i just hope and the thing is that if we are going to wildcard in the next week or two, then it's fine. I can, you know, dead-end this team, have have these risky picks. And if they don't pay off, I just wildcard and get rid of them. So, it's fine. Yeah. For this game week, I just went for the more maverick option. Uh, yeah. And so, just to read out my team, I have Sanchez in goal, uh, Semedo, uh, Sufal, and Alonso. Uh, in midfield, I have Sala, Bendrama, Rafinha, and Sar. And up front, I have Tony, Ronaldo, who's my captain, and Antonio, who's my vice captain. On the bench, I have Foster as a goalkeeper backup, and Weltman, as I said, as my first bench option. Trent, I've kept him in my team so far. Uh, he's on the bench, uh, uh, and we'll see what to do about him in the next weeks. And I have Brownhill, who's the bench, uh, uh, fixed bench option. So yeah, so that's my team and uh, for game week 7, and let's see how it uh, how it goes. Yep. So then, uh, coming to your team.
1: Yeah, I made uh, two changes. I took ahead this game week because um, again I didn't want to uh, wild card because I feel this is like a good base or like a good mm-hmm. team setup here. Um, what's the point if I if I'm anyways going to consider those same players in the wild card if I already have them? So there's no point yeah. wild carding this game week. Uh, probably will do it next game week if things change. Um, so, um, the two transfers that I made were I, Trent is gone from my team and okay. so is Reese James. So I bought mm-hmm. in, uh, Jao Cancelo and, uh, Rudiger. I yeah. went for the safer option with Chelsea there because Rudiger starts every match. Um, and same logic with Cancelo. He has started every single match for city along with Diaz. Um, I went for Cancello because he has more chances of like attacking returns mm-hmm. um, than Diaz. So, um, yeah, those were the two changes that I made. Um, and then here's my team. I have uh, Sanchez in goal, Rudiger, White, and Cancello in defense. Saar, Rafinha, Gray, Benrama, and Sala my midfield. And um, Ronaldo, captain, and Antonio is my second striker. And on the bench, I have uh, Tony, Sufal, and Shaw. I hope uh, Ivan Tony doesn't do anything this year. Yeah, week. Uh, I was just going to uh, ask. Is, yeah. I mean, it's a choice between him or drama or Gray. Uh, but I stuck with Gray because I I don't know, man. I mean, I feel Everton does good, is doing good. So, you know, nah, man. A...
0: you're too anti-united to see that Tony is going to fetch you those points. I mean, <laughs> it can still change, bro. I mean, it's not. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's,
1: I mean, it's yeah. it can still change. I, I right now, I feel uh, Gray might give me more returns than Tony, but it might change. Uh, well, yeah, that's my team for. Uh, yeah, because you just said I mean, in
0: I, in the uh, in the earlier in the episode that Ah Tony is fetching points, and you wish he was in your starting lineup, and I'm like surprised that it's not like that right now. I mean, West Ham is, I mean, I, I
1: agreed uh, Brentford had like a really great game against um, uh, Liverpool, but the West Ham at home are also really good. Um, yeah. So, you know, they might just batter Brentford and you might get just two points from Tony. So um, okay. that's my thinking behind it. But, you know, it, it, it. this is 95% my team. It might change, but no, I think I'm going to stick with this uh, yeah. to to the game. week.
0: Yeah, sounds good. All right, so then uh, let's uh, yeah. So then, good luck to us both, and then let's move on to uh, this week's uh, fixtures and our predictions. Mm-hmm. So uh, we start off with United versus Everton. You've gone for a one-all draw, and I've gone for a United win. I uh, by again, I will say this every week by in principle or by principle, I will always go for a United win, no matter the fixture. Uh, and yeah. Uh, So it could be a draw. I mean, it's possible with United's form at least. But then today I have been buzzing after the late Champions League victory. So you never know. uh, Yeah, Yeah, that's
1: that's completely possible. Um, I just heard that uh, Villarreal completely dominated United for most parts of the game. But, you know. It's of the CR7 first half does, of the first does, half does the, does the job yeah. at the end again. So, yeah, Villarreal
0: um, were pretty good in the first half, but second half, mm. uh, I think United uh, were much better. And towards the end, they did deserve it, uh, deserve the victory, I would say. Uh, yeah, so then Burnley and Norwich, we've gone for opposite scores. You've gone for a Norwich victory 2 1, and I've gone for a Burnley victory 2 1. So, yeah, that'll mm. be interesting. Finally, you're going for a win for Norwich, ending. Uh, parker's a losing streak
1: uh yeah i think uh i think norwich is a better side than burnley this season uh in terms of uh, at least attacking options uh i don't see well like burnley is really in a bad patch so i don't see them winning this match even if like it's like a battle of the bottom two teams so i think burnley yeah. uh, norwich is gonna win this one
0: mm-hmm. Then Chelsea Southampton, we've gone for a clean sheet victory for Chelsea. I'm seeing 3-0, you're saying 2-0, and yeah, I mm. think that's what uh, we hope and that's what we expect is going to happen in this match.
1: <laughs> a nil-nil will would work for us even, so
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean I yeah, I hope the as expensive long as Southampton Chelsea defenders doesn't score. Yeah, exactly. I mean the expensive Chelsea defenders should at least get a clean sheet if not an attacking return. So, yeah. Yep. All eyes on them. Uh, Leeds and Watford, I am going for a 2-1 victory for Leeds and you are going for one all draw. Uh, fair enough. I think either of the results is possible. Uh, and yeah, there'll be yeah. goals. That's for sure in this match. Hopefully. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and uh, either of the team, uh, the goals should be from Saar and Rafinha, I imagine.
1: Yeah, bonus points too.
0: Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Then Wolves and Newcastle have gone for a Wolves victory 1-0 and you've gone for a 2-all draw between them, uh, which bodes well for people having Jimenez uh, your scoreline and my scoreline for people having Wolves defence, I guess
1: Yeah, I think uh, Newcastle attack is 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 good at um, Saint-Maximin being in form so, um, you know I think This might be like a good two-all draw or even, you don't know, it might be a dull nil nil even. Um, But either of the scores are possible, yeah.
0: Yeah. Then Brighton-Arsenal, I think I might have made a mistake here. I didn't mean to say it's going to be a 3-2 victory to Arsenal. That's a a hugely exciting match. I think it's going to be a 2-1 victory for Arsenal, which is what you've predicted as well so yeah i right. think i yeah. Yeah, i made a mistake in saying two three
1: so three, so three, i'm four, assuming four. this week arsenal either draw or lose because you haven't uh, draw, gone for a uh, draw uh, which you have been consistently <laughs> assist helping arsenal win the matches but no um, i think uh, that spurs victory was uh, very uh, you know it was a it was total domination against them mm-hmm. uh, completely overpowered them in all departments um, so you know I think uh, even though Brighton is in a good good shape this season uh, it will be a tough match uh, especially with Neil moppe's antics last season yeah uh, it will be like a it's like a good tough battle for Arsenal and I, I hope yeah. they overcome it at the end
0: yeah uh, next it's Crystal Palace and Leicester we've gone for a draw uh, one all uh, from my side and two all for you and yeah I think yeah yeah both teams are sort of in a similar uh, sort of level right now and so it's mm. yeah i think it's going to be draw then spurs and aston villa uh, we've both gone for an aston villa victory uh, you are saying that aston villa will get a clean sheet victory and i'm saying that spurs will score a goal
1: yeah to pile on uh, spurs misery i feel yeah. like... <laughs> Aston Villa just got that win at the very right time against yeah. uh, United last yeah. game week, so that should kick their season off. Um, yeah. So I hope oh, I hope this is what what's the end result at, uh, for for this match.
0: Yeah. Uh, then West Ham and Brentford, we have both gone for a two one victory, so yeah, pretty clear there. And yep. finally, Liverpool and City, you've gone for a nil nil draw, and I've gone for a one all draw.
1: Man, I I have seen. Uh these these two teams go at it over uh, the last 3 to 4 years and the score lines have been exciting yeah. but uh, from an F- fpl point of view i just want like a nil nil draw <laughs>
0: i'm happy yeah. yeah for your cancelo uh, clean sheet
1: yeah um, and um, yeah, i mean we have ronaldo captain so i don't want Salah to do to go on and score a hat trick and we have yeah. half of our content creators no, have city. him as captain so <laughs>
0: I mean, I, I don't know how many players have even scored a hat trick against City that that. Well, really City
1: City played exceptionally well against Chelsea with that yeah. unbelievable high press. Um, so that's what Liverpool do to other teams, and if they bring the same game against Liverpool, it will be like fun to see. I mean, it, this is yeah. the game I'm looking forward to the weekend.
0: Yeah, it'll be really nice. So yeah, so the those are our. Uh, uh, predictions for game week 7 fixtures and uh, yeah so then uh, that's pretty much uh, it uh, from from us and so uh, so then it's just to wish good luck to all of our listeners and uh, good luck to both of us for this game week 7 let's see how it goes let's see uh, just before we wildcard potentially let's see how it go uh, how much we score and uh, yeah, then we'll be back next week, uh, perhaps with a wildcard squad and a wildcard draft from many content creators. And uh, yeah, just uh, one final reminder for people to uh, join our FPL mini league uh, with the code YVVW2K. Uh, uh, and so just feel free to join the league. Your, all your points will be counted first, uh, And so don't worry about joining late or whatever. And then finally, uh, hit like uh subscribe to our channel share uh share this podcast with as many friends as you can if you like it like what we are doing and like our uh content yeah. and and our if spreadsheet it,
1: yeah if you if you watch our uh, podcast on youtube uh, and if you like it it's it's just a click of a button to subscribe to the podcast yeah, exactly. so it doesn't take much so please uh, it will help us grow our channel um yeah. so thank yeah. you and uh, good luck to everyone
0: yeah good luck everyone and then yeah it's uh, it's goodbye for me and take care